the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. Hey, here I am. You know, one thing that I've found is that when I meet with women, we we hug, we laugh, we cry, but we pray. We always pray. And I believe that prayer will make all the difference in your situation, in your life. And so, yes, we're continuing the conversation about prayer. We've been talking about how it's like this beautiful symphony, or maybe it's like you are like a soldier in an army and you're trying to please your commanding officer, and he gives you all of these weapons, all these tools to fight in prayer because we're in a battle. You know, Ephesians 6 says that we're not, we're not fighting against people. Sometimes we think that people are our enemy and that's who you're mad at or that's, you know, you have a bad boss or you have a, you know, a fussy husband or you have a this or that and that you think you're fighting against a person. But no, in, in actuality, in all reality, you are fighting against an invisible spiritual realm, principalities and powers of this evil dark world that it talks about in Ephesians 6. And so we need tools. We need tools. We need we need to know how to fight. And we yesterday we talked about power in scripture, getting that verse and, and making it an arrow and opening your mouth out loud and in the name of Jesus. How important to pray in the name of Jesus. And so I told you I had a story about the name of Jesus and praying that way. You know, I go quite often to Kenya on mission trips. We're building an orphanage there. We have been, and there's, I don't know, 150 churches that we partner with all across Kenya and pastors and, and widows and orphans. Oh, it's such a glorious um, ministry. But we were there and we were on our way one day to a prison and we stopped by the grocery store and we were with our team and we were going to buy um, things for these women in the prison. They had nothing. And we bought maxi pads. We bought soap. We bought, I mean, the very bare, bare basics. And we did buy a big thing of like Kool-Aid type juice as a treat that we were going to mix with water. Um, But just really bare basics and, and piling them into the grocery carts and I was supposed to speak to them and I don't, you know, I, I was a little nervous cause I just didn't know, wow, God, this is a huge task and how am I going to relate to them? And some of them, you know, had done really bad things. You know, it wasn't just, um, they were there for a short time. Some were there for, for many, many, many years because of what had happened. And so I wasn't, I, I think I probably was a little bit nervous, but that's not, and, and we were you know, in this invisible battle, so to speak. And sometimes you don't even realize you are. But I had tucked away in my purse to carry with me to Kenya a prayer. And it was a prayer on the power 
of the blood of Jesus and the name of Jesus and that you could call upon that. So I had that in my purse. Just I wanted to have it handy and right there, even though I have it practically memorized. Um, so we're, we're in the aisle. Everybody's looking for stuff and loading carts. And all of a sudden, I felt terrible like this. Have you ever like tingling from the top of my head to the bottom of my feet? Like, uh oh, like, oh, no, going down. And so I, I remember I said to my friend Karen, I said, hey, can we go to the restroom? Well, you would think that's no small thing. And I, I was hesitating, like, to tell anybody how I felt. I just wanted to see if it would turn around. And so we went all, we went <laughs> all the way down this long corridor around, like, halfway through a mall just to find a restroom. We get there, and I, I get in there, and I say, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And I pulled my little prayer out. And I prayed that prayer, and I, I, um, I said, I resist the devil in Jesus' name, and I cover my body with the blood of Jesus, and I'm asking you, God, to come quickly, immediately to touch me, that, that we can go together into this prison. We can go together in, in all hope and joy and power and minister to these women. And so I'm... <laughs> Here I am in the bathroom just praying this prayer out loud. Yes, and that was one of the things we talked about yesterday. I'm praying it out loud. I didn't care who heard me pray. <laughs> and Karen, of course, she's used to me. So that that's one of my best friends. And she's, she's used to me doing that type of thing. So no problem. And I'm telling you what. Now, this instantly went away. Like in, in, in seconds. I felt great. And I knew in that moment that it was an attack, that it was a, a, a physical attack. I had never experienced anything quite like that uh, to that point in my life. But in that moment, I knew it was, it was an attack, and I hit it with the scripture, and I hit it hard and fast out loud with the name of Jesus and the blood of Jesus, and it went away. And so we walked back down the long corridor, back into the grocery store, and I told uh, Bishop Achanga, who was in charge of our trip, I told him what happened. And he's like, are you okay? And I gave me a bottle of water and, and you know, are you still want to go? And I said, I- I'm fine. I am truly fine. And so I was glad I told him just so that he knew. But in that moment, you know, this is our lifeline. This is our our urgent cry when we need God in an instant, in, a, in an immediate situation. And he comes, you know, he, he comes in and he protects us. There is protection and deliverance available to us. It says in Psalm 34, 7, the angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear them, fear him and he delivers them. And then, you know, so we can ask God, we can ask for that protection. We can ask for that deliverance. And then the next thing we can do is we can rest and release the situation and just rest in him. I love the verse in Exodus fourteen fourteen: the Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. So there's a time where you are fighting, you're fighting with an open mouth, the power of the name of Jesus, power in scripture. And then there's other times where you say, God, there, there is nothing else I can do. And I just release this situation to you. You know, Catherine Marshall, she, I think she's my all-time favorite author. And she's, she's gone to be with the Lord. But she wrote a prayer. It's called the Prayer of Relinquishment. And so sometimes we just say, God, I'm going to release it. And I'm going to relinquish it 
to you. Another, another way that we can pray is asking God for specific instructions and to be willing to move quickly. And I love this with King David. And it says in 2 Samuel 5, 19 to 24, David inquired of the Lord. Isn't that great? So we can, we also can inquire of the Lord for specific instructions. David inquired of the Lord, shall I go and attack the Philistines? Will you deliver them into my hands? The Lord answered him, go, for I will surely deliver the Philistines into your hand. So David went. Now there's the obedience. He went. And then he inquires of the Lord again. So David inquired of the Lord and he answered. This is what God told him. Do not go straight up, but circle around behind them and attack them in front of the poplar trees. As soon as you hear the sound of marching in the tops of the poplar trees, move quickly because that will mean the Lord has gone out in front of you to strike the Philistine army. Isn't that beautiful? So the pattern here, and we can follow from David, is to ask the Lord, to inquire of the Lord, then to be obedient. And David, he inquired twice. He got specific instructions, and then he moved quickly. And that is the beauty of God. And I told you how I've just been writing down on paper, in a journal, anywhere. God, where do you want me to go? What do you want me to do? How do you want me to do it? Who do you want me to meet? And these are open-ended questions. And that's kind of what David did here. He inquired of the Lord, Lord, do we go and attack the Philistines? And so that's a great thing that you can do. You know, you, you acknowledge God in all of your ways. And that is a way of prayer. You know, this was my favorite um, scripture in high school was Proverbs 3, 5 to 6. And this could be your memory verse for the day. And it, it is acknowledge him in all your ways and he shall make your paths straight. And so what does that mean? If, if you're wanting to know which way to go, like David, how to, how to get these instructions, you, you begin by acknowledging him. And, and then he will be guiding your decisions and help you to be ready to solve your problems. So don't you want the, ins- the assurance that God is in control of your way, of your life, and he's directing your steps. So this is kind of the key to that assurance. You just acknowledge the Lord at every pause in your day, at every turning point, any moment. Do you know those moments where you just relax and breathe and take a breath and you're not pressed at that moment for a decision or or a particular problem? So maybe... I don't know, at three in the afternoon, you're, you're at your desk and you, you know, get a cup of coffee and you just have uh, five minutes just to breathe. Or maybe that's in the morning or maybe that's driving home from work or in the evening right before bed. But you, in, throughout your day, you just say, God, I acknowledge you. I acknowledge you for who you are and, I, and, and to begin to thank him. So I say, God, I thank you that you're in charge. God, I thank you for your faithfulness. God, I thank you for all the help that I've received from you in the past. God, I thank you for your wisdom. God, I thank you for your power. And as you thank him, you're acknowledging him. And you're continuing to have him in control of your life and your situation for that guidance and for that direction. So acknowledge him with just that brief prayer. It's just a brief prayer of inclusion. You're including him in your day. And and so... Just like David, 
he's going to give you specific instructions. He's going to say, oh, no, no, don't go this way. Go that way as you acknowledge him and put him in charge. You know, one of the prayers I pray a lot of times, God, you're in charge. You are in charge of this situation. You are the boss. You know, when when Aaron, my son, was little, he he said to me one day, and he's a little bitty guy, he goes, hmm, Mom, who's... He said, who's the boss of me? He said, you're the boss of me. Dad's the boss of you. God's the boss of dad. <laughs> and he went through and he, then he goes, and I'm the boss of Peter. And so the, that was so funny, you know, but we say, God, you're in charge. God, you are the boss of me. And I acknowledge you today. And I thank you today. And I'm asking you to show me where to move quickly, where to stop, where to start, what to do, where to go. Acknowledge him. Just acknowledge the Lord today in all that you do. He will make your path straight. Well, this is Jennifer, and you are listening to Simply for Women. It's been a good time this this uh, first half of the show, but I don't want you to go away because there's more yet to come. We have a great guest, a wonderful interview coming right up. We're going to have a lot of fun. And stay with us right here at Simply for Women. I'm Jennifer Jackson. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.